This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. We've got a lot of things we got to talk about today. A whole uh, heap in the load. Yeah, there were uh, there were some things on the rundown that I was feeling piping hot about, and then surprisingly enough, I think the thing that I'm probably most excited to talk about today is a topic that I didn't it didn't strike me until about 30 seconds before we hit record. What was that? That was when, so you wanted to start off talking about Mike Trout. And we will. I did. <clears throat> we will do that. We will start off talking about Mike Trout. Um, but this morning, when really, I don't know, I got out of bed at like 1130 today. But uh, this morning, I was watching a video that Complex did with Aaron Judge. Uh-huh. And he went sneaker shopping, right? Uh-huh. Picked out, I think he spent like $4,500 worth of sneakers. <clears throat> but they were talking to him and uh, they were kind of talking about the subject of like, well, you know, it'd be cool if baseball players had sneakers too, like Mookie Betts out in LA. He's a Jordan guy like Tatis. If he had sneakers, it's like, well, <clears throat> Mike Trout has sneakers. sneakers. No one could give a fuck. You ever mm-hmm. see someone rocking the Trouts besides Dallas? Nope. No, <laughs> I got the cleats. I got the cleats. <laughs> yeah. See, I got the shoes, though. The, the shoes, the actual but, shoes. Yeah, but it's kind of dope to wear the cleats as shoes to like the store and stuff. Yeah, just no. fucking skate on the floor with some metal yeah. spikes. Maybe I can <laughs> see you wearing those on like a Black Friday. You know, you mm-hmm. really gotta, you really gotta gain some traction because there's mm-hmm. a lot of angry housewives who have been waiting all year long for that day. So you need a little extra grip in the checkout lane, but Fuck. spike it up with trout. It's practical. That's dude. Fuck basketball shoes or sneakers. Let's just get everyone wearing cleats all the time. <laughs> they, you can do you anything in those. You, you know what, Joey? If we could get people to just go outside on a Sunday in a pair of cleats 
and maybe <laughs> maybe attach a, a satchel of seeds behind him, this earth would be a lot greener. I'm with you. <laughs> I am so with sick. you. <laughs> Just aeration, mm. vibration. What the fuck are we talking about? Can we please talk about Mike Trout? Do you guys understand sure. what Mike Trout did? Do you understand what he just did? <clears throat> no. Like I, just I what I'm going to say out loud, I want you to just soak up and then mm-hmm. like think about what that looks like, all right? 5 bombs in 5 days, sure, that's cool. But Mike Trout became the first player in history to hit 4 4 Game winning home runs in a series. You play three game series. Maybe you play four game series. You get some wonky shit going on with the schedule. Owners want to lock people out. You got pushback. You got you have a five game series once in a blue moon. All right. But Mike Trout just hit four game winning home runs in a four game series. What the? <laughs> That's. Huh? That sucks like if you're the Mariners. Oh, oh well, that's a heartbreaker. The, the The Mariners have have kind of been wearing it as of late. Things not ideal in the PNW, the Pacific Northwest. Um, but Mike Trout, for for all the talk about what the guy has to do to carry his team, for all the talk about. Well, it's still not enough to get his team to the post. We understand that there's people out there that are just going to hate. There's people out there that are just going to be naysayers for the sake of being naysayers. But think about all the hype surrounding a guy that we're going to talk about here very soon in Aaron Judge and how he has been performing this season. Why, and you think how he's overrated? No, no. I'm that's, saying what I'm saying is people uh, have just been. That. No, that's that's I'm I'm sorry that you thought that. What right. were what we're saying is the, the guy has been raking and people are just in awe of the performance and it's a wow like the dude bet on himself and he's doing this like this is just absolutely incredible um let's think about it what, what how many how many homers does judge have 26 25 25 okay so 25 homers what's trout have trout now has 21 homers Okay, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> Fucking five in five days. That helps. Um, but Mike Trout, as we sit today at 1048 OPS, Aaron Judge, 1036 OPS. That's not a comparison. That's not that I'm just giving you facts so you can understand that in the face of Aaron Judge having a season where people are knobbing him off justifiably so because of the whole bet on yourself situation. That's that's different. You got to give a guy credit when that happens because it's not like he's just said, no, thanks. I know I got a cushy deal coming. Like it's going to take him performing to get the type of deal that he wants because offered a decent chunk of change, said I'm good, said I'm actually really good on the baseball field. I'm going to play good. You're going to pay good. That's how this whole thing's going to go. Well, he's living up to it. He's cashing in right now on himself. Mm. But Mike Trout. just doing Mike Trout things quietly still. Mike Trout, again. Uh, they still have it listed as Safeco Field on his baseball reference page. Uh, but in 89 games at Safeco slash T-Mobile. T-Mobile. 
89 career games. That is 393 plate appearances. He's hitting 332 with a 428 on base, and he's slugging 716. That is an 1144 OPS mm. <laughs> for his career. I mean, and like that's not like a that's not a well. fucking hitter's ballpark at all. No, no, come on, we're talking sea level heavy air. It's a sizable yard. In 89 games, he's One hit of my 33 homers. Yeah, like it's I. It it sounds like almost half the games, right? Pretty like, I much. Understand. It's it's almost 90 games, and it's not quite 40 home runs. But just to think, like. It's a third, basically. <laughs> it's, it's it's a little more than a third. He's homered in a little more than a third of the games that he's played there, and it's not a small sample. No, it's just stupid. It's it's a it's a season's worth of games at like a a visitors ballpark. Yes. Over a season's worth of games. Yes. That's like if, if you if, if he you played, played road for the Mariners, one ballpark. Right. Yeah. If if he played for the Mariners and hit thirty home runs, but they were just all at home, all at like, home that's during what home he games. Did. Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. season line. That's a season line. No, no, no. That's him at home. That's what he's done at home in Seattle. Yeah. Oh. At not a hitter's ballpark. No. Like I don't know why, but like the two names that stick out to me, where you know good hitters go to die in Seattle. Adrian Beltre, and then um, fuck, who is the second baseman? Mm. Robinson Cano. Well, yeah, Robinson Cano too. But <laughs> there was another one Brent before Boone. him. No. Oh man, who the fuck am I thinking of? I thought you guys would be able to pick me up here. God damn it! What for second baseman for the Mariners? Yeah, let me uh, let me just Google worst contracts in Mariners history. He's got to be on this list. What? Who? What? Yeah. Is it somebody oh, that I played against? Sean Figgins. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I don't even like, I honestly don't even consider Figgy in Seattle. Yeah. And I played Angel, against him Angel's in Seattle. <laughs> Angels great. Chon Figgins. Yeah. Sean he, Figgins. Uh, yeah. He's an, he's an angel. He is an he's angel. An angel. He yeah. went from uh, eight years, eight years with the Angels. He got bred two ninety one with a seven fifty one OPS. Then he went to the Mariners for three years, two twenty seven with a five eighty five OPS. Yeah, not great, nope. not great. But I, that's just to illustrate that uh, good hitters have gone to Seattle and and not been as great as they were literally anywhere else. And then you got fucking Mike Trout over here going to Seattle. Who's turned it into Yankee Stadium. Yeah. 33 homers and 16 doubles in 89 games with uh, an 1144 OPS. Strong. Strong. It's pretty good. Would you would you would you have to say about Mr. Mr. Aaron Judge, who I felt like you were starting to talk about how overrated he was? And then no, I no, you would you? you would. I was about to jump in and defend him. Like if this was a brawl, oh. like I was jumping in and, and oh. sucker punching you because you were you were taking that that shot at Judge to say he's overrated. No. He's not overrated at all. You're saying Judge uh, can't fight, Jared? Is that what you're trying to say? Kind of. Yeah. 
Um, so are he defending him or not, man? They now are yeah. Yeah, what are you, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, no doubt. Huh? Aaron Judge was on. Um, what was his name? Joe Puma, right? You see that dude, right? Yeah, sure. You, as a sneaker guy, you should know who he is. Joe LaPuma. Joe LaPuma. Yeah. yeah, he's the SVP in content uh, for Complex. Big time sneaker guy, creator and host of Complex's sneaker shopping. You've definitely seen this show on YouTube. They just yep. they get celebrities to go in and buy sneakers. Some of them are new to the game. Some of them are very well versed in the game. He had Aaron Judge on his last episode, and he's in there and he's talking about because Aaron Judge used to play basketball back in the day. So he's talking about uh, the basketball sneakers that he used to wear, the sneakers that he wears now. Uh, the Travis Scott sneakers that he wore for like the All Star Game, and they were talking about a pair of uh, Jeter's sneakers that went for fifty grand or something like that. Uh, and they were, you know, Judge kind of started talking about how, like, you know, I, I like to grow the game, and I think it'd be cool if you had guys like MLB guys had their own signature sneaker. You got Mookie Betts, you got Tatis, you got Acuna. Those are some of the guys that he named. Um, Harper has his own sneaker, I believe, with Under Armour. Yep, correct. And then Lindor uh, has his own with New Balance. With Adidas is an, yeah, okay. It's New Balance, but I mean, I've never seen it. Uh, Dude, how about this? I, I have searched and tried. Like I've tried to get in contact with these places. Like I'm not asking for these for free. I'm not that dude. Like I, when I'm calling you, is because I want to give you my money so I can get what I want. I'm not asking for shit for free. And I will absolutely still probably post a video of me opening the box and being super happy about it. Like all for free. Just fucking tell me where I can give you the money to get these things. And that is a real problem. That for me, that's a problem. Like, because nobody is clamoring for these things. And maybe that's the company's response. Like, well, there's just not the demand. So why would we even and to that, I, I don't know that I have a response because it's not like I can, you know, logically ask people to practice bad business. Like, no, I still believe you should really up, really, really, really up production here, even though it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Like, I, I can't. But what do we do? And that's that's the thing is, I think during the all star game, mm-hmm. once you have a pretty good idea, because let's be honest, baseball can kind of write their own story if they'd like. And they could probably see to it that some of these stars that they're looking to push the game with end up in L.A. Mm -hmm. Now, wouldn't that be a great time to have like a sneaker drop party where all of these stars are not only together in the same spot, but we're releasing their respective sneaker? And it's obviously going to be a collaboration with, like it could be an off-white, whatever. Like, But I think if you're trying to grow this game, you also have to think about the way Shaq did it. And I'm not, I'm not asking you to make $40 pairs of tennis shoes. But what Shaq did was made shoes, just like Stephon Marbury made shoes, that were affordable to people who he knew were embracing the game at a lower level and growing it. And he was a magnet for some of those folks, like all of these dudes, they could be that too. So like, let's find a happy medium between 
the off-white brand that's going to cost you thirty-five hundred. Yeah. You know, let's let's find a happy meet in between that, because straight up, like, who's going to buy that? A guy like me, Jared. You might buy those. Like, you know, sneakerheads might buy those, but people with that kind of disposable income are not people that you're trying to grow the game with. Right. Like for better or worse, those are just rich assholes or people mm-hmm. that are people that have money that They're are assholes. Irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, if you if you showed me five different pairs of sneakers well, and said which on. one is Mike Trout's, I'd be like, I have no idea, dude. See, and we're going about this the wrong way. Jake, Joe, what does it take to get you dudes interested in like buying one of these pairs of shoes? Like if Ronald Acuna came out with sick kicks, what's it going to take oh. for you to be like, you know what? I'm on those over the Kyries. I'm on those over the LBJs. Like I'm, what is it like instead of being a, you know, a, a four guy or an 11 guy like myself, like what are you, what are you in need of to get those shoes to you or for you to want those? I don't I've, I, they'd have to look cool. Honestly, Fair. I just don't buy a lot of sneakers. So okay, if it was Ronald Acuna, someone I really fuck with, then I would probably then I might buy him just to have him. Mm. So is that a regional thing? Like, sure, Ronnie. Like, if he, you know, like he is who he is in your area. He is who he is because it's your squad. So you're interested in that, but you're mm-hmm. probably like, uh, I'm good on the Lindors. Like, you know, he's not my guy. Like, just yeah. You know, I think like the biggest he- difference is with basketball. It's like they play the in those shoes all the time. So well, it's like. Mike- but Francisco he doesn't play Lindor, sneaker, where's those cleats? But they're cleats. So that's but like the, his sneakers look just different. like different. The sneaker guess, looks but, just like the turfs or whatever. Yeah, but it's a small it's a small disconnect. I think the merchandising a, game And that's is, a good point, my, though, Joey. That's a good point. That's yeah. why I ask. I think it would be what I think would be nice if is they just got going with the shades. Like everyone had mm-hmm. their own custom shades, like Lindor's sunglasses because well, all those shades look dope but if they had their Tati own, size his own ones, sunglasses i did see those and those are fire I have a sweet pair of those such a sweet pair i have an awesome pair of those Very they're incredible. sick Very and that i i'm way more probably likely to buy a pair of sunglasses than shoes for my baseball player jared has a pair of those too someone fucking stole them oh that's right <clears throat> what yeah, the Tati sweats yeah. Joe, I forgot to tell you, I have two pair of those Fernando Tati <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, someone stole them out of my backpack. I don't know that how. Hurts. Yeah, but we got we got we got to get we got to get the MLB shoe game though. Yeah, yeah like, I've, I've, I've been, I don't like... know anybody. I honestly, I don't know anybody that's tried harder than me to try to get this thing ramped up. Yeah, I, I mean, I think. If if you can get a guy like Judge on board saying, hey, Nike, oh, he's, I think he said in the interview that he's a sneaker free agent right now. I think he was an Adidas guy, but I think he's a free agent. So if you had, because there's not, there's not many Jordan baseball guys. Like there's a few, but there's no, not a ton. Mookie, Yachty. Uh, price. Bri- yeah, is Price. What? No, Price. Oh, Price. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Price is an under guy. Underarm. Um, um, but if you had guys CC like was, Judge, Jeter was, yeah, if you have guys no like Aaron Judge games. saying like, "Hey, I, I want to get into the sneaker game," every single fucking sneaker company—Adidas, New Balance, Nike, Under Armour, 
should be on the phone being like, hey, Mr. Judge, we want to make you the sickest fucking shoe that you've ever seen. But like, that's head- the guy that you want to market your your product with. If you're trying to get sneakers and baseball to have a crossover and Aaron Judge is sitting here telling you, not only do I want to get in, but you got to hit up Mookie. You got to hit up Acuna. You got to hit up Tatis. Like that's like what other introduction He's giving you the you blueprint. He's, he's giving you the blueprint. He's telling you in so many words, what I want is a deal that I can take on the field with me. And Joey, to your point, there's got to be a conversation about how I can have what I take on the field with me also available to people in a store. But I want to have, <laughs> I want to have a line or I want to have my own sneaker, something that these fans can gravitate towards, put their feet in, and maybe it's a, a, a few different models, you know? But I also want to have all of these other guys on board as well, and I want you to treat them the same. I want all of us to be able to, to have this in the realm of baseball. Like it's it's right there for the taking. Mm. I was thinking maybe gotta, Mike Clevenger. Mike Clevenger had his own Vans. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Did he? Clev. Um, and then obviously Lorenzen. Yeah, but you need like I love Clev. I don't know Lorenzen, but you know, good enough pitcher. But you need guys like Aaron Judge to be like, yeah. hey, let's fucking do this. Um and even like someone like Bryce Harper, who has his own sneakers, and Mike Trout, who's boring as fuck, uh, they couldn't care less, or at least Trout could not care less about being like, hey, look, I have sne-. like You know how many baseball fans probably don't even know that there's a Mike Trout sneaker? Yeah. Like, I mean, gun in my head right now, if you said, like, what, what, wh- is he and with he said, Nike? Is he I, with Adidas? I have no idea. I have no idea. No, and he's, I believe there's seven variations. This is the seventh variation. Who is he with? Nike. Nike. He's with Nike. Yeah. That's the fucking insane zooms. that I don't know that. Like, I the love sneakers zooms. and I love baseball, and I have no idea what a Mike Trout sneaker looks like, and I didn't even know he was with Nike. Yeah. That's bad. Uh-huh. It is. Like, my t- my- you probably think that I'm, like, joking. If, if no. Aaron Judge was the first guy to be like, hey, man, I got a sneaker coming out. It's with Nike. It's the Aaron Judge, whatever, and it looked sick, and it wasn't like Yankee colors. Like that's what You're I think I need it. to stay away from. Yeah, like I would buy it. Well, I that's, really would. that's the thing is that's what they're gonna do. Like you gotta you gotta offer that though. Like you mean to tell me that you are gonna come out with a sneaker in New York, in the Bronx, and not have something tailored for those fans? Like it's, it's I mean an the Griffey play. the Griffey was Mariners colors. Yeah, but it's an easy it's an easy play to pinstripe whatever model you are gonna come out with for yeah. judge and throw his number on it. That's an easy play. Done. Yeah. Deal. Well, yeah, I'm sure you can offer it that way, but if there were a variation, like, exclusivity. He, he likes, like he you're likes only the, getting these in New York. That, that's, yeah, he, that's, that's, that's how you got to play this, man. Like they need to fucking hire me so I can market these fucking players, not only regionally, but nationally as well. What I tell you, it took me two minutes and a really big joint. And I gave Mike Trout the best shoe commercial he's ever had. We want to know why, because he's never had a shoe commercial, and I gave him the first one in yeah, my backyard, even, in my pond. I still don't even know what they look like. Like, <laughs> I, w- I wish, I wish that like a, a Fernando Tatis Jr. sneaker would be electric. Like, I, you can just see it. Like, it's just 
you say that out loud and you just automatically picture a vibrant colored sneaker. Like I like that shit. Like I have like the multicolored like sneakers that are all different kinds of like, you know, fucking highlighter type colors. Like I like that. You picture a Fernando Tatis Jr. sneaker. You're not thinking so, like, oh, that's bland. Look, look up, look up the Lindors, Jared. Look up the Lindors. So I know look that at looks like a spilled bucket of paint, kind of right. The yeah, the tie dye. Look up the uh, look up the trout. Look up the trout tie dyes. Probably sucks. They're the no, they're the Zoom Airs. That they all look the same. I've got the Fourth of July editions. I've got the uh, the tie dyes. And those so are the like, turps. And I'm those looking. Are the, like the Lindor <laughs> sneaker, at least the one that I'm looking at, it looks like uh, it's big, it's clunky, but I would still wear it and still buy it because it's a baseball player's shoe. But New Balance, just for whatever reason, cannot offer me that, can't produce that, can't get, can't allow me to buy it. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy, buy some Shohei Otani Asics. Oh, oh God, you fucking stop it, dude. Stop. The Otani's, if they had Otani sneakers, they would hell sell yeah, out I'm buying those. Th- there's not enough. I don't know if there's enough cows in the world to make enough leather <laughs> to produce the amount of Otani's that would that would need to be produced. Why? Why do you think that this hasn't happened? Because baseball, for whatever reason, for baseball players, for whatever reason, and I, I've said this because. There's lulls, there's like peaks and valleys in the season for players. And so when a guy's hot, he's hot and it's great. And that can be for two weeks. And then if he starts to cool off, well, it's like now now his stock has cooled off. But yeah. that doesn't feel like it happens in the NBA. Like no, you're, a guy, you're a star, you're a, guy. you're a star in the NBA. In the NFL, you're a guy, you're a guy until you're not a guy, and then you, you know, then it's over. But baseball, yeah. it takes a long time. For you to kind of become that dude, like like straight up, think about imagine this. if you copped a pair of the Brady Andersons. <laughs> well, no. How about this? Imagine you copped a pair of the Akil Badus. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. give me one reason why you weren't on that dude's train when he when he hit the scene, yeah, right? Hitting homers, I, I first I pitch been, like, he sees. Blah, you've got to be like a kind of like a. We knew that you were going to be a guy, and now you're a guy. Like, I don't oh, we're think talking like you got to be a one like, of Badoo five. Badoo is a fucking rule five. So it's like, all like, right, I'm maybe I'm a little pick. more cautious about the Badoos. But yeah, it's the instant yeah, like the impact Bregmans. also. It's the instant impact, though, Jared. Like the NBA, the guys mm-hmm. come out of college, they get drafted. You got a shoe deal. It's good. You're good to go. Like it's because yeah. you're going to be dropping 28 and eight, you know, next month. You just yeah. got done with your final semester of school. And now you're going to be balling in the league like it is what it is. We can market that. We got to fake baller this and make our own fucking shoe company. Start signing people. (laughs) Drew Jones. We got to get Drew Jones. Mm -hmm. We get Drew Jones and Jackson Holiday. There we go. There we go. Who everyone knows. Very familiar. (laughs) Who did I just see? Jace Blaylock. Does that name ring a bell? Uh, It's not Hank? Hank Blaylock's kid. No. Oh, okay. Well, then no, it doesn't. Yeah, he's uh I think he's like a top high school prospect. I just saw a video of him on Instagram where he fucking absolutely hammered a piss missile. Like could not have been more than ten to fifteen feet off the ground the entire time and stood in the box and watched it until it hit the seats. That's nice. 
I don't, yeah. don't don't put him on my team. Tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. Stay yeah, away yeah, from yeah. me. You know dude. what's crazy? And I was uh, so I tweeted this late last night, and uh, I was watching. I, I said every couple of years now, I will get sucked into a Jose Fernandez uh, wormhole on YouTube, and I'll just kind of like revisit all that stuff. And I watched the video of Jose Fernandez's first homer against the Braves, Joey. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you had Chris Johnson at third base, who we're, we're not even 10 years. We're less than 10 years removed from that homer. And Jose, in a very tame way, looked at his home run. Like he pimped it out of the box, but we've seen some crazy pimp jobs in the last two three years if if those were tens jose's was like a two and a half and jose rounds third johnson's staring him down he crosses home plate mccann's john adam and johnson runs sprints to home plate to get into jose's face to ream him out for looking at his homer and then there's a moment there's a moment after Jose's already back in the dugout where Chris Johnson is going back to third base and he's so fired up and angry by this incident that he starts like screaming like <laughs> like like he's like a lion letting out like a roar and it's because he has so much frustrated and pent up anger from Jose Fernandez looking at his home run that is such tiny dick energy it's insane and that we're still like that wasn't that long ago. It was September of 2013 that this happened. So, so oh, Trump. Well, dude, Jared, I live. I mean, come on, man. I lived that. I played in in the era where you not that you're not happening. That's not happening. I, where I where I believe a lot of it comes from is <clears throat> jealousy. Not jealousy of the talent. <clears throat> not jealousy of shit. Like just and 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 it's it's a uh, an unacknowledged jealousy. Like fuck. You know why I don't like that. Because I wish I could do that. Because I, I want to do that. Or I want the freedom to do that. Like, mm-hmm. damn it. I grew up in this game in a time where nobody was, nobody was greenlighting that behavior. Mm-hmm. That was just not going to be a thing. So there's a little bit of jealousy. I've admitted to that. Like, I wish I could have behaved that way. One, I just was never any good enough to ever behave that way at all. But it just was never something I even thought about doing and that's because of how i was raised in the game that part was suppressed big time big time so you do initially you get jealous but that's why i say if you're being honest with yourself like all the time you can acknowledge it that is jealousy and then you move right on into like let's fucking how sweet is that like Mm. if it's all good for the most part like if we're having the conversation now like this is a thing fucking have at it, boys. Yeah. Well, Go back, back when you pitched, would that piss you off? Were you when you pitched? Were you anti bat flip at all? Nope. No, I was really? always. I find that really hard to believe. Yeah, me it, too. It's, <laughs> it's not a. It just. I because I've always. I my whole. I've never been an excuse guy about shit like that. Like, there's not a. I'm not gonna. If a dude just pumps one out, I'm not gonna come back into the dugout and be like, "Yeah, but that was a good pitch." You know, I feel like that. I. No, like I've had strong arguments with people about this. Like, well, you can make a good pitch and still give up a homer. And my whole thought is 
Uh, I don't, I just don't think that's true because I've given into a location or I've done something that has led this individual to be able to put that kind of swing on that pitch in that scenario to the point where the ball just went out of the yard. So it was always hittable to this guy in this scenario, which means that pitch wasn't a good one. I don't know how else to defend that. So I've never been like, keep it in the yard. You don't like it. Keep it in the yard. And that's also part of like, bro, I never threw hard enough to scare anybody or hurt anybody. <laughs> what am I going to do? 88 in your ribs? Well, you're just going to throw it back Weaver. You're going to throw it back at me. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not. I don't have, I don't have Weaves resume. Hmm. I'm, I'm just saying his, his velocity didn't stop him from trying oh, to no. bruise a rib. No, but it's, uh, you know, not it's break just a, one. You can <laughs> bruise it though. So. You don't remember any like pimp jobs off you that you were like that just sticks out in your mind. I never watched a Homer. So okay. What do you so mean? You always fucking flipped around. No, like I, I like I just was not. I'm not watching the dude. Like there, like I just would go, like almost gray. Like I'm not. Yeah. I don't see anything. Like I'm. Yeah, yeah like you, I had you, it down. You turn to watch the science. flight, and then you're like, nope, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> if if you go back and watch the. <clears throat> the Bregman homer for wiffle ball. It's all like you could tell like, oh, he's he's done this before. He's thrown a fastball and watched a homer before because it's all just one fluid (laughs) motion. motion. Yeah. Throwing the pitch and then turning it into like a like a pirouette into watching it go, like knowing exactly uh, the the path that the ball has taken. Like he's done this before. But I mean, I don't know. Like I think it's it's such a weird experience to watch that it 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 feels like a fucking skit like it feel like we're so used to already guys pimping homers pitchers being okay with it and the celebrations being i mean fucking marcelo sure. zuna was taking goddamn selfies after hitting home runs going up the first baseline jose fernandez couldn't even take a peek at his home run, his first big league home run as but, a but, pitcher. But it has to do with, you know, the, he's a rookie, the young players. He's 21. Like, yeah, so there's there's that that's involved. There, That's a layer to it as well. Like, Even not the broadcast only, was like, he acted like a 21-year-old there. And I don't know. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah, who gives a fuck? Well, that's <laughs> the whole thing. Like, uh, imagine, imagine looking at it through that lens. Like, if you peel back and you're like, Okay, so this 21-year-old's making half a million dollars like playing in front of thousands of people like oh, I guess I'm going to forget all of that. I'm going to I'm going to lose perspective on all of that. And then ride this guy like he should know how to behave because he did just come from the minor leagues where they've got 800 people cheering him on. Oh yeah, that's the same. No, well actually it's not. It's not even close. You know what's great though is so that was his first big league home run. He was 21 years old. And then when he died in 2016, he was still known as the guy that would do shit like that. Like he like that incident didn't change him. Like it didn't make him fall in line. He was still just like fuck you. Like I like having fun and if I'm having fun, I'm going to show you that I'm having fun. That's why everybody was such a big fan of what Jose Fernandez was doing is because the talent was lining up with or I guess the the personality was lining up with the talent, meaning like you, you could see he's not a he's not a bad kid. 
Mm-hmm. This is a guy who's just he's he's enjoying what he's doing in life at this moment in time, and he's enjoying it on the baseball field. Yeah, and so he, he would be in his age thirty season right now. I know that's crazy, crazy to think about. Crazy yeah, to think about. Well, do you see what? Uh, do you see what the newest Marlins prospect did? Um, which one? Herrar Encarnacion. Oh no, I thought I thought we were going to talk about Alcantara. I mean, we can talk about we can talk about Sandy as well because that guy is an absolute lightning rod right now. Uh, yeah, just yeah. carvature all over His, the place. But but in the big went, league debut okay, of Herrar Encarnacion, this guy hits a fucking grand slam, mm. Jared. Big league debut, first hit. And there are a couple of guys Sandy, that did that on the same day. Yeah. Speaking of Sandy, Sandy told this dude, hey, you get a hit tomorrow. Like you just get a hit. Just get a knock. You get a knock tomorrow. I will buy you anything you want. <laughs> anything you want. Just get a hit. Like you fucking drop one down. You know what I mean? Broken bat. Eh, whatever. You get a knock. We're going shopping, brother. What do you want? Well. This guy fucking barrels up a grand slam. Grand slam. He had an outfield assist as well. Like, have a day. I think he stole a bag. Have a day. That's a debut, especially when Sandy Alcantara is telling you, like, I'll, I'll buy you whatever you want. And that's not just coming from it. Like, that's coming from a guy who's arguably one of the best pitchers. Not arguably. He is one of the best pitchers in the National League right now. Hmm. Um. So, Sandy went eight innings against the Mets yesterday, gave up two earned runs, and his ERA went up up to one point seven two. Yeah, what's he? Is he is he second in the National League? In ERA, ERA, or is he first? Uh, no, behind Joe Musgrove. Joe Musgrove, I think yeah, Joe Musgrove has like a, like a one five nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he leads yeah, the Joe National Musgrove. League in innings and uh, home runs per nine and hits per nine. So he's just not a big damage guy. But uh, I, I got I got to just kind of put in some context for for this debut for Encarnacion. Since at least 1901, uh, he is the first player in the National League or American League to hit a grand slam, steal a bag, and record an outfield assist in his big league debut. He's the first. Dominican-born player to ever hit a Grand Slam in his big league debut. Also the second Marlin to hit a Grand Slam in his debut, joining former teammate of mine, Jeremy Hermida. Oh, never mind. Uh, I thought that was <clears throat> Heredia. Yeah, it's Hermida. He was not a teammate of mine. Hmm. Former Red Sox legend, Jeremy Hermida. Yeah, the ninth player in the big leagues since 2000 whose first hit was a Grand Slam. Didn't fuck it. Or it wasn't his first hit, but I think it was his first big league homer. What was his name? Buddy Kennedy for the D-backs? Yeah. You didn't see does that? Not, does not ring a bell. When, I think it was that, the same that, day. That just happened yesterday? Yeah, I think, yeah. It was either that or Saturday. I didn't first see big league homer for Buddy Kennedy is a grand slam on a oh, 3-0 count. Salam Johnson, <laughs> a little 3-0 green light? Yeah, for the D-backs. Yeah. What was I'm the score? It. Three one. What was the score? You made it. Get him out of here. I don't like that. Get him out of you here. I don't like that. 
Buddy Kennedy. Yeah, I don't know if it was his first hit, but it was his first big league homer. Grand slam, swinging on fucking 3-0 with the bases sacked. What a name, too. Buddy Kennedy. Buddy. Buddy. Oh, buddy. Buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, okay, uh, so, Joey, you just got your first big league knock. What do I have to buy you? Um, a boat. A boat? A boat. Yeah, right. those are expensive. Yeah, they are. What kind of <laughs> what kind of boat? What kind of boat are we talking? Boat or like boat? I'm, ca- I'm capping it at a at a yacht. Like we're not getting it. You're not getting a yacht. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I want. Maybe like a pontoon boat, boat? dude. Well, yeah, take it. Well, if I'm playing in Miami, get me in the in, get me in the intercoastal, going for gators. <laughs> get swampy. What, what are the jet, airboats? Like a, I was gonna say you want an airboat. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what you want. Jake, what kind of boat do you want? Uh, actually, rather, no. Jake, what, what do you get? I'll take season tickets to the Red Sox. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to retire after getting yeah. so Jake, so so Jake gets his first big league hit, for the instantly A's. retires so he can go and finish out the season at Fenway, just mm-hmm. taking, taking yeah. in some home games. Yeah. Big league debut, knock. He's like, all right, guys, thanks, thanks for everything, thanks for the support. Uh, I'm gonna go watch the Red Sox now. Yeah, that's integrity mm-hmm. right there. You know what I would do? I would get you to buy everybody on the team an iPad or something because mm. oh, look at you playing, yeah. just playing good wow. guy, playing teammate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, yeah, that's a David Price Amazon movie. Kindle. What David Price <laughs> did that? David Price bought uh, all of his teammates scooters, scooters, uh, like the electric scooters. Um, He would get Jordans for everyone. Um, Yeah, David Price. Gio Gonzalez. Gio Gonzalez, also a Jordan guy. I like Gio Gonzalez a lot. That was one of my more underrated favorite interviews that we did. Yeah, Gio's a good dude. Where is he at? In Florida. Just chilling? Yep, chilling with the squad, chilling with the fam. Mm. Good for him. Living the life. Happy Father's Day, Gio Gonzalez. Happy Father's Day to Gio Gonzalez. Happy Father's and, Day, Gio. And only Gio. <laughs> no one else. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's time to step up to the plate with DraftKings Sportsbook, though. Got to. <clears throat> you need to. Have to. An official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any game and get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday this baseball season, you can do that with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total runs, extra innings, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. I fucking drilled my parlay last week, Dallas. I don't know if you saw that. Boom. Yeah, it was uh, when I have Red Sox money line, Devers. I'm not talking about it. Two total bases and the Red Sox over for runs. And I think they hit that by like the fifth inning. Devers fucking hit the shit out of one, yeah, obviously. The, uh, the, the money line was a lock. And then, um, yeah, then the uh, the over on runs was a given. So for, that was, was easy it? money. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Right now. If your same game parlay doesn't hit, you can get a free bet back up to $10. Oh. 
DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code JARED. New customers can make any $5 MLB bet and get $150 in free bets no matter what. That is promo code JARED only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Um, <sighs> yeah, so that's uh, that's my little Jose Fernandez wormhole that I went down. And Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I mean, I, it happens randomly. <laughs> It'll just, you know, it'll be like one thirty in the morning and then you'll just, you just. You definitely, if you've ever had a man crush on anybody, it's Jose Fernandez. I loved Me Jose too, Fernandez. Bro. So 2016, his final season, that was the first year that I was full time at Barstool covering the whole league. So my like morning routine, you would wake up and you'd look at the probable starters. And, and I obviously didn't have nine TVs back then. So I had to be more selective Bro, about which I think I had three TVs set up in my mom's uh, office at my parents' house. So I had three TVs and obviously Slash one of them belongs room. to the Red Sox. And I had to be selective about whose games I was going to watch. And I never, I never missed the Jose Fernandez start. That was my guy. Actually, I almost when we were uh, when we when you were here, Dallas, when we went to Sports World, they had a pair of game worn Jose Fernandez cleats. I almost got those. I was going to say, why? How, how did you not walk out with those? Um, maybe I should get them. Should I get them? You're probably going to have to get those. I, I mean, see, they're like, there. They're like right there for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Come on. Jose Fernandez getting... cleats are in a store in Boston somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to text him right now and be like, how much are those cleats? Oh, uh, you know what? Maybe I'm going to. Maybe I'm going to. Shoot him a text right yeah. now, too. <laughs> you yeah, could you do that if you wanted, but if you think that a Saugus sports store would give you the cleats before me, you're out of your gut. I mean, I mean, after I let him know what piece of memorabilia I had, I mean, those Shohei Otani rookie cards became just a formality. Like, yeah, those imagine, were Imagine if I thought that I had the clout to call up a card shop in Stockton, California, and be like, hey, don't give that to Dallas. You're going to give it to old Jerski. <laughs> nope. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that thing is already taken, Jared. You never know. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, uh, what I do want to talk about is there's a, there's a little. I don't. It's this, Jared. This what? is a gauntlet. <laughs> this is a gauntlet. What this, gauntlet my friend, is the definition <laughs> of a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually it's three teams. Like this is like a like a a three way match. Like you've got the Astros playing the Yankees mm-hmm. and the New York Mets over the next nine days. 
For those who aren't familiar, the New York Yankees, I don't think they've lost since late April. They lost yesterday. Um, <clears throat> Fucking, they're downward spiral right now. <laughs> <laughs> the New they York blew an eight to three lead. That's bad. That's bad. That's dude. a hard. That breaker. is bad. That's not a, that's the a division. That's a, Division rival. Division yeah, rival. Are, you got an 8 3 lead. You fucking lose that game, dude. You know what? You know what? Nobody else is having this conversation, and it's probably us that need to have it. Mm-hmm. Are, are the Yankees in danger right now? Honestly, I, I have to apologize first and foremost because I, I think I jinxed them accidentally. I, they were winning oh, 8 to 3. No. And I tweeted, um, <laughs> The Yankees win every single game and hit a minimum of five home runs a game. And they haven't won a game since that tweet. Oh, Dang. power outage. Uh-oh. I mean, look at the Bronx is burning. Look at how oh. stupid I look oh, because of God. that tweet. God, see, that's what you get for being unbiased. Or that, yeah, un- yeah. I, that's what I get for calling it like I see it. Mm-hmm. And the baseball gods were like, we're going to punish this guy. We're going to make him look like a complete and total jackass. Oh, you think the Yankees won every single game? Well, guess what? Now they're not going to win any more games. Suck on that. Now I got to just, I got to wear it. And hey, speaking of the baseball gods, when Houston comes, they're all going to be fuck Altuve, fuck boo, boo, boo. Mm-hmm. Maybe the baseball gods will punish them for that. Mm. This is so what do we got? What do we, who do, who do we have standing at the end of this nine day extravaganza? Who comes out of this on top? Wait. What gauntlet are you talking about? Because there's only one gauntlet that I'm aware of, and it's not this. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What do you, I, I just said what, what I'm talking he about. He said what, <laughs> what nine day what nine day gauntlet is this? This is this is the Yankees whose schedule is it? Houston. Houston Houston Yankees. Houston's yeah. schedule. Yeah, Houston plays New York. Both New York teams over the next nine days. Like, look at their oh. schedule. It's it's crazy. Like, they play a two game set, I think, and then a three game set with New York, and then back to a two. Like, it's just it's all over the place. Hmm. Here, they'll be I'm, fine. I'm, the Astros are legit, though. I'm not worried about that gauntlet. No, no, no. It's just I'm saying it's it's like a uh, it's a it's a, it's a cool portion of a schedule. Yeah, yeah it's a cool. Yeah. yeah, they've got the Mets for two. And then the Yankees for four, an off day, then the Mets for two, and then the Yankees for one. I think Houston comes out on top, if I had to guess, because Houston. Yeah, what is, what is the Houston Astros record at the end of this stretch? Six and three. Yeah, I was going to say six and three. Six and three. Because you got. Oh man, do we have any pitching rotation matchups? Do we have one, anything? I know that Houston's got a lot of pitchers. They got a lot of hitters. <laughs> and they <laughs> and they have Jordan Alvarez. Some and you know, dude, they're sport. trying to stick it to the Bronx, dude, because the Yankees they don't treat them right. <clears throat> they're gonna be called cheaters. Maybe Bregman wakes up. Oh, that's a possibility. Didn't the he Astros have yeah, attitude? Yeah. He, yeah, I think he homered the other day. Yeah, he did. He homered over the weekend. People, but the thing he, that people aren't talking about, the people that are shredding Alex Bregman on Twitter, saying that uh, he's washed, 
what they're not factoring in, yeah, he homered on Friday night, uh, is that he's about to acquire dad strength. No, you know what? Oh, that is true. He is about to acquire dad strength, and that's mm-hmm. great. And I and I hope that that dad strength is acquired at some point in time. But you know what? It feels like at some point in time, I'm just going to have to call it out and have to say it. And I feel like now's the time I have to say it. What you say? Until I get that breaky bomb salsa on my lips, mm. I just don't know that I can go to bat for Alex Bregman anymore. I don't know that I can talk about Alex Bregman anymore. Wow. Put a curse this on dude's him. Been, this dude's been selling me, selling me a pipe dream of breaky bomb salsa, and I haven't had it. Still haven't had it. Still is yet to come correct with just a jar of breaky bomb wow. salsa. He sounds scared. Why don't you hit him up? Stop being oh, oh, I have. I have. You have? We've talked about it. Oh, yes. We talked about it. When's the last time you communicated with Alex Bregman? Um, I want to say maybe a month and a half ago. Kind of sus, don't you think? Just saying. Like, maybe, uh, you know what? Maybe, maybe actually, I don't want the salsa. Mm. I don't want the salsa because maybe that's the baseball gods saying, "Look, look man, guy just wants some salsa." You told him to get him some salsa. Mm-hmm. He's putting I want the, the salsa. salsa. I, I want I, the salsa. Give me the salsa. I know what I'm gonna do. Hey. I'm gonna chuck it on the fucking ground. <laughs> Because Dallas has been waiting on this shit for what a year. Not, but but you know long. what? No, I'm no longer waiting on it. I'm, I just needed to get that off my chest. I'm no longer waiting on it. I wanted it. Now I don't want it. It's kind of bullshit, don't you think? I'm off that salsa. Should I'm we call it. him? Anyway. Oh, he's not answering. Oh, he. Where are they at right me. now? He didn't answer for me. I was like, listen, you're fucking, you're fucking with my guy all wrong here. Yeah, where they uh they actually they have an off day today, right? Mm. They have an off day. They're in New York, I would assume. Getting ready to play game Jankies. one of the two game series against the New York Metropolitans. Other Mets. Yeah. Mm. All right, so Joe, you got them six and three coming out mm-hmm. of this, huh? Mm-hmm. I think the Astros are probably if I I think the Astros is one of those teams you can just they're in the they're in the ALCS right now you can just put them in there and maybe they're not as good as the Yankees record wise but a few people sleep on them yeah Joe I, I I don't sleep on them and I don't think you're out of line with that comment at all it's just weren't you saying that, like, I know uh, Cleveland did, I I know Cleveland is playing well right now. They, they've they've strung like what five six seven games together. Hey, let's. You're not gonna just fucking gloss over. We're we're doing a whole <laughs> thing on the Guardians. We're not just glossing over their six straight series victories. I mean, it's you son of know, a bitch. It is what it is. They they're, they're playing well. Yeah, they're um, playing really well. I don't know that they're playing. Plug them into the ALCS well. Ah, no, I don't think I, not yet, but. If there's anybody else in the American League, Jared, aside from the New York Yankees right now, that's plug them into the ALCS playing well right now, who would yep. it be? The Red Sox. The Red Sox, huh? Yeah. The Red Sox. That's your answer? Do you disagree? I'll be yeah. back. Uh, yeah, I, don't fucking I would say that. I would disagree. Uh, no. Yeah, well, you'd be yeah, wrong. If a, team, if a team is currently not here, then I can't. What do you mean? What do, you, what do you mean? What do I mean? Team's not currently if, where? Here. Where's here? Right here. What do you mean? Right now. Right now. Right now. You, you, you said they're not here. No, they're here. 
So they're back. No. So they're not here. Not yet. Can't, can't find So them. then if they're not here, I can't conceivably put them there. Well, here, here's what I can do for you. Well, no, I just told you what I could do here's for you. Here's what I can do That's- for you. Here's what I can do for you. All right? Here's what I can do for I, you. I can't do that for you, though. I can't, I can't put you them. You asked me, Dallas. I can't put them there. Dallas, what you asked me is, oh, if you can put, put the, the Yankees there. in the ALCS, right? I can plug the Astros in. It's like, all right, so, so if, you can, if you can say that, well, the Yankees have the best record in baseball mm-hmm. since May 10th. And uh, the second best record over that same span <laughs> since May 10th. Since May 10th. Is the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> Joey, you, you love this life, Joey. You love this they life. Are since- <laughs> 26 and 12. And the Yankees are 29 and 9. Um, the Braves are actually third there, but they are not in the American League. And it took them 14 straight victories to even kind of get close to the Red Sox. So um, if there's one team <clears throat> other than the Yankees that you could put in the ALCS right now, it's clearly the Boston Red Sox. And I don't, th- that's based on numbers, that's based on data. No, no, no yeah, no, mm-hmm. for sure. And the data that I'd be going with is the amount of wins it takes to be put into these positions. Mm-hmm. The and Red right Sox now, have the, the only, second most, which would be the only other the team. second team most likely. Let me just ask. Let me just ask because I don't know. Uh, like you, you <laughs> feel you, one way. Who you asking? You feel one way. I feel another <laughs> way. So that's that's two <laughs> votes. Uh, Jake, if there's one team other than the Yankees that you could just put in the no, ALCS no, hold, hold, right now. Before we go now, to Jake, can we get Joey? I mean, jo- Joey, you just for the record, you agree it's the Houston Astros, correct? You're plugging in the Astros. You can't plug in three teams. So right now. All right. So then you shouldn't the plug still. in the Yankees because they've fallen I didn't short. plug in the Yankees. I didn't right, so plug in the Yankees. I mean, who I was in the-, in the Yankees? Let me, Joey, let me <laughs> ask you this. Got me, before, before I get Jake's take <laughs> on this, let me ask you, Joey. Uh, were the Yankees in the ALCS last year? Dude, they weren't even close. The no, last uh, who played the Houston Astros? Your your automatic Houston Astros. Who played them in that ALCS last year? The Boston Red Sox. Unfortunately, okay, no lost further the questions. To the no further questions. Astros. Dallas, no further questions. Um, Jake, if there's one team other than the Houston Astros that you could plug into the ALCS in 2022, who would it be? I don't know how you could plug in anyone except the Red Sox. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like if you would go based on record and talent, and then you want to go back to last year, was it the Yankees <laughs> nobody, that played the Astros? Is was it the Yankees that played the Astros in the ALCS, or was it the Red Sox? Season appearance this year. You're, nobody. You're insane. Zero dude. people are going back. You're insane, to last dude. Year. You're insane. People are turning off this podcast because they can't listen to <laughs> to your fucking biased ass takes. People are like, oh wow, Dallas doesn't think the fucking Red Sox are going to get to the ALCS again. Look, Click. Here's your well, in that hey. logic, we can plug in the Astros for the World Series to beat the Red what? Sox, and you plug in the Braves to win it all. So, no, 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 no. I like it's, that. No, I actually no, no. like that line of thinking. No, no, no. You don't like. You just <laughs> once you, you get past the wins and losses, guys. Here's here's what. <laughs> yeah, you don't factor it in entirely. It's not the end all be all. The fact <laughs> it, that it well, happened, no, that's yeah, that is how it. That's how it's determined. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> You are. Oh, you're embarrassing. So cute yourself. at this age. So, anyways, uh, I'm excited about. I'm excited about that ALCS. Um, Socks <laughs> are gonna be back in it. Um, how's uh, got- how's America's team doing, Jared? America's team. Uh, the fan base is asking to be. We've we've got like a competition on who's gonna be like the next. <laughs> I know. Baseball is dead. Voicemail line. We've got like yeah. some contenders. Oh. 
Mariners fans want it. White Sox fans want it. Um, who's the other one? Uh, uh, Cubs. Cubs fans. I don't even know the Royals fan. Like for for a fan base that was so rabid when they were in the World Series back to back years, we never hear from Royals fans. What is the deal with that? I don't know. You know what? Uh, I I think it's because they feel like they understand they're going through a growth period uh with the royals in town i did get to uh i did get to see a lot of the guys got to see mengden <clears throat> yeah i talked to talked to mengden uh talked to amir talked to wit um how'd that go talk that was great well wit I, I actually i only talked to wit for like a brief moment because he was coming out and then he got stopped by um an individual I'm not going to put him on blast, uh, but that conversation lasted a very long time. And so, Wit and I just, yo, hey, what's up? How's it going? Blah, 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 blah. And then he, he was going out to the tunnel. Um, yeah, I saw, saw Nikki Knox, little Nikki Lopez, mm. um, BK, Brad Keller. What's your read on that top prospect over there? Who's that? What are the, the shortstop they got? Oh, Bobby Witt? Yeah, I saw I saw Witt actually too. Um I love Bobby Witt Jr. Super athletic, um, strong, and he's not overly large. And so that's just gonna like as he develops, as he gets bigger, like grows into his big league body, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a fucking dude. He's yeah, he's having he's dude. having a sneaky good year. People aren't talking about yeah. Witt. Yeah. Well, he even said it. He said himself, he was like, yeah, man, I just, he's like, I need the bat to come along a little more. You know, he's like, I just wish, I wish that was clicking more. And I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, that's going to come. It's like, you, you know what you're dealing with and you know what you've seen in the minor leagues and the difference. Cause there's, I don't know that there's ever been such a huge gap right now between what's going on at AAA and what's going on in the big leagues. Like just talent wise, stuff all the wise on the double A, right? Well, that's I mean, it's like double A has always been a predominantly prospect league, um, and that's why I think this day and age with with what you have at the big league level in terms of talent and stuff, and what's filling rosters at the triple A level, like there's a there's a big gap, a big gap because every hitter I talk to when they talk about going down for like or coming back from rehab assignments or whatever. Their first thing is like, yo, the velocity, the velocity of everything is just, it's a huge difference. But you know who that didn't affect? It's good we got to this because I know we were going to talk about this, is the (laughs) youngest player in baseball, I believe, who's coming up and he's on a tear for the Braves, Michael Harris II. Ooh. Mm. I will have have an inside scoop. I don't know if people saw this. Hit his first home run. I was present. Nationals Park. Mm -hmm. Got, Got a curtain call on the road. That's awesome. How, how loud was it? If you were to gauge that, on a scale of one to ten, probably mm-hmm. a two. There was like nobody there, just Braves fans. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that dude, that dude. Um, when we were in Atlanta, he was running balls down where you like you see, you actually can see the guy run the baseball down. Like the yeah. baseball doesn't lose any steam. It's hit on a fucking line. And it should absolutely be a double. It should probably one hop the wall. And then you watch this dude 
come out of fucking nowhere and just it's like honestly it's like watching the freeze race because you just see this you just see this dude just trotting along and you're like i don't know if he's gonna catch this dude and then all of a sudden and the freeze just snatches that ass and that's exactly what Michael Harris is doing out there. Like, he's just snatching that ass. Well, thank God, because a month ago, we should have put Freeze in the outfield. That's, like, the biggest difference with the Braves, like, what no one's really talking about is, like, Michael Harris getting here just on defense alone and not having to have Marcelo Zuna in left mm-hmm. is, like, being the able biggest. To bro- being able to DH him? Yeah. I mean, he can't. Marcelo Zuna is, might be the worst fielder. Because where do they have him? Where do they have him hitting right now, Joey? In the lineup, they had him hitting like in the bottom part of the lineup when we were. Yeah, he's like sixth or seventh right now. Okay, he's he's uh, he's struggling at the plate a little bit. Well, I mean, and and the one thing that's nice about the DH, like from a developmental standpoint, in the National League, like being plugged into the seventh or eighth spot, those are. Like man, because you got the pitcher back in the up, or you got the catcher back in that up. Like those are tough spots to hit. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. No, all good. All what the good. fuck are you? Shout out Michael at? Harris, the dub. Yeah, he's a beast. <clears throat> um, bunch of call ups happened. Speaking of young studs, O'Neill Cruz got called up uh, yesterday, right? Welcome. Got called up yesterday. Riley Green joined the Tigers. Jeter Welcome. Downs just got called up fucking seven minute, minutes before we started doing this podcast. Uh, admittedly, I'm not super stoked about that. but Why not? Why are you not happy about that? Uh, he's kind of been a dud in the minors. What if he's not a dud now? Why do you think he's getting called up? Uh, depth, I guess. Arroyo is... Um, on the COVID IL. Okay. Uh, well, uh, yeah. If this is if this is just a like a numbers move. Yeah, he's hitting 180 with a 694 OPS in AAA. So, pardon me for not being super stoked about it. It's all good. It's a depth move. That's fine. Yeah. Nothing I mean, this is that. people people listening that don't know where Jeter Downs came from. This is this is one of the pieces of the Mookie Betts trade. So basically, uh. Connor Wong was the other piece. He's a backup catcher. I know that he mm. works really well with Nathan Valdi. They they work together in spring, and he's caught him a little bit in in little bit of uh, cups of coffee stints in the big leagues. Mm-hmm. But he's been he's been in the minors virtually the entire time. This is Jeter Downs' first call up, but he's been very unimpressive in the minors. And then so, so Mookie Betts just was a essentially re- a, a one for one for Verdugo. Yeah. Well, I was going to say just a quick revisit here. We've got a Verdugo, we've got a Connor Wong, and we've got a Jeter Downs. Yep. Um, you're not happy with the guy who's hitting 180 in AAA. Understand nope. that. Correct. You're not happy with Connor Wong. Nah, I mean he is what he is. Well, like, you, you just said pretty much fuck Connor Wong. Why is he even allowed <laughs> that's to play not baseball? What I said. I never said it's, that. Well, that's kind of how it came off. I mean, <laughs> forgive not... me for misinterpreting. I guess whatever. Joey, do we, is, is that how it came off <laughs> to you? Bad. You can play the tape back, Jared. It's it's. Is very that how clear. it came off to you? I'm asking Joey. Is that how it came off to you? Uh, well, sure. you know, you did have some caveats. I wouldn't say it was that bad, but yeah, you know, yeah, backup it was pretty catcher, bad. I mean, I'm, well I'm not super stoked by it. He's obviously not going to be the next fucking. It was Adley Rushman or anything. Oh, sorry, he's not Johnny Bench. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. You're, 
My bad. It's not Fisk walking through that door. What are we going to do? Huh? I mean, what you're giving you? up a Mookie bets. You fucking better be something. What like are you going to do? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, I, you know, like I said, yeah. I just, after a quick revisit, yeah, that trade, is was the, trade was a dud. What I was going to ask, though, is trade. it definitely freed up the financial flexibility to sign a Rafi Devers and Xander Bogarts mm-hmm. together, right? Because that's going to happen. We'll I think it is. You joke, but I think it is. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. It, I'm not joking. Dallas, well, put it me, this way. It fucking better happen or else you're going to have to find a new podcast co-host because I'm going to blow well, my fucking brains out <laughs> if it doesn't happen. Well, Jared, let me tell you this. Uh, I can, I can let you know that I had some conversations with the little birdie who's mm-hmm. been having conversations with <clears throat> a little birdie who's in charge of making some pretty important moves over there in Bosox land. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to say that I have the inside track, the inside scoop. Mm-hmm. But I've heard some things. I've heard some things about some positionings, about mm-hmm. some some angling, mm-hmm. so that maybe a Rafi and a Xander does come true. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I was hearing rumors. Roth, w- would you accept this trade, Jared Devers? Oh, now we're talking trades. <laughs> Devers. Oh, Dallas is like, hey, by the way, like I think uh, you know we might have the inside track on. No, on me and Bogart's Dallas are talking about the thing. same thing. Joey's like, all right, about the same all right, thing. So you, we get <laughs> Rafi to the Braves. You guys get Adam Duvall. Yeah. And maybe I, I wish we didn't trade uh, Sean Newcomb, but you could have him too if you want. <laughs> well, I'm, well I'm, you know, obviously the uh, Red Sox, they're not back yet. They're struggling. So it might be time to sell off little pieces. Mm-hmm. Bogarts, yep. Devers, for yep. Juan Soto. Everyone's talking about it. The For Juan Soto, huh? Imagine. Would you take that trade? Would I trade Bogarts and Devers for Juan Soto? They only got one year left. I mean, come on. Nah. Bruh. I mean, if... Would I do it? Help. Would I do it if Devers and Bogarts just outright refused to sign extensions? Yeah. But like, if if I don't know the the money is what the money is, you know. So I don't know. That would be a wild <laughs> trade, though. Luckily, that will never happen. No, it'll <laughs> absolutely never happen. <laughs> but you're thinking like years of control. You're thinking my headphones went out. I swear to God, my headphones went out right <laughs> when you guys right when you announced this. Tr- Who are the players again? Can you say this? We're going Bogarts, Devers for Soto at the, the de- deadline. Bogart's endeavors for Soto at the deadline. Jared, are you taking that? Uh, it would depend on the signability. That's Juan the Soto right trade now, of all time. Juan Soto right now is basically in the witness protection program. So you think Juan Soto fucking sucks is what you just said. I'm saying it's been tough for Juan Soto right now. So you what? think Juan Soto is a fucking... Right? Isn't it? Dud. No. Lose. Look up Soto stats. Let's look at him. Juan, Juan Soto is year. hitting 218 this year, which is shocking with an 807 OPS. He's been walked 55 times. He's probably just getting frustrated because he's in a lineup not, where he can get pitched around. Well, and that's, uh, you know what? You know what? Here. Ooh. So. That hasn't stopped him in the past, though. Yeah, but you know what? what we're it's a little bit different this year than in years past. Right now, 
He leads the league in walks. He's probably not seeing a ton of strikes. He's maybe getting one or two good pitches to hit a night. I mean, that would yeah, be, that would frustrate me. Oh yeah, I mean, the team's not looking very promising right now, to say the least. <laughs> you don't think the Nats got it in them? No, maybe they get Strasburg <laughs> back. They're waiting on Strasburg. Well, remember what their what was their record? In in nineteen on nineteen on May six nineteen and thirty one yeah uh huh and they missed it by one game and that was the difference maker because so, they were about to get there they were uh, about to get so as we sit today from last year Juan Soto was swinging at pitches outside of the zone at a fifteen percent rate this season it's at a twenty one percent rate mm. that is that has gone up. The contact outside of the zone has also gone up, though. It was 62.6% last year. It is 72.4% this season. Wow. So, he's definitely expanded his zone. He's definitely making contact with more pitches outside of the zone. And, oddly enough, he's swinging at a few less pitches in the zone. His Z-swing was 62.8%, so round up to 63. And that was last year. This year, it's 60%. And his contact rate in the zone, slightly less than it was last year. Last year, it was 88.7, round up to 89%. This season, 87%. So not huge numbers, not agreed, but just slight, slight differences. So, keep an eye on him. He could. That's be just washed. crazy. That you said that he fucking sucks, though, because he's very talented. You know, you <laughs> nobody, know that. Nobody you know said that. he sucks. I said this season. <laughs> Dallas, you know how good he is. Juan Soto might be in the witness protection program right now, but I mean, yeah, look, he's we heard the power heard numbers. You. He sucks. But he doesn't. No, <laughs> he's having nobody a. Said he sucks. He's having a rough first half. That doesn't mean he fucking sucks. You you saw what he's done for his whole career up until this point. Yeah, only oh, one All Star oh, game. Stuck you already know though about Juan Soto. Come yeah. on, Dallas is like, oh, he's never won an MVP. Bryce Harper's got two. Like, all, <laughs> all right, dude. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. Your words, not mine. First of all, I mean, you're not wrong for saying that. Like, it's just a fact. I don't well, know. Those are facts, but I didn't bring those facts up to try to highlight factual anything. But if you want to drag Juan Soto through the mud, dude, you you be that guy. Dude, I, I'm just here I've to tell you that he's hitting I've, 218. And it's the only person that's ever said anything negative about Juan Soto on this podcast is you. Is you. And you've said it a lot. Definitely you. And the you tone behind it just felt personal. I don't know what. No, not, not at all. Listen, I'm not, not going to go there. I'm not going to ask those questions. I feel like you'd offer that information up if you wanted to, but I'm not going to ask. Not a but, huge fan. I'm actually, <laughs> at my funeral, if you don't do the Juan Soto shuffle, mm-hmm. I'm going to be disappointed. Are you doing open casket, or do I guess it depends on how you go? No, huh? No, You're a definitely not. Guy. No, yeah, light me on fire and throw me, yeah, because yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, same. I don't want any of that shit. No, not at all. Where would you have your ashes spread? Would you let me smoke them? <laughs> could I? <laughs> could you smoke could, me? Yeah, yeah could I dip like, flavor? Uh, if like I did. Like Dallas would want this to happen where it's like, all right, I negotiate with Meg for like like a little baggie of Dallas's ashes 
and I just like sprinkle a little Dallas ashes in a bowl and just fucking light them <laughs> up and smoke them. I feel like I feel like that'd that's, be the way to do it. That's the honorable thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. I would My do friends. it if you let me do it. I would do it. Yeah, absolutely. Smoke turn me. it into smoke me. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could turn it into a sticky substance and use it on the field in true Dallas could, Brady fashion. So Absolutely. I found out, by the way, rest in peace, Drago, uh, Dave Meller's dog, um, 10 year service dog, the head uh, grounds crew guy at Fenway Park. So I learned from him because they do the concerts at Fenway where if they put He's the gotta, stage, huh? We got to get him a new dog. Maybe. Yeah, no. Yeah. Dude, the just side note, who, who's this guy? He's the head ground screw guy. You don't know who Dave Miller is? Oh, He's the head ground screw guy at Fenway? At Fenway, yeah, yeah. The, Jared, then, yes, that's a done deal. Let's do that. We got to do that. I've just, because what I tell you, like, and this is the God's honest truth. I'm not just saying this. They have been, my experience at Fenway Park as a player, even as a fan outside, this, is, like, this isn't when people knew who I was. I, I'm, not a, I'm not anybody that you would know at Fenway. Has always been great. Mm-hmm. Always been great. My grandma had a kick-ass time there, and that's honestly why I've really liked it is because she loved the tour. She loved everything that she experienced there at Fenway. Um, she had a she had a blast. So I've always had a special place in my heart. But when I went this time, my partner Kipe, eighteen years, been calling games, never been down to the Green Monster, never been down there. So I went and talked to Dave. I went and talked to Pookie. I went and talked to like a bunch of different guys, Ben out in the wall. And, you know, they were like, yeah, dude, of course. Like, fucking come on. Like, I went into Pookie's office and hmm. uh, the assistant club, he, we, he fucking He's popped been there up. With, yeah, he was like, let's roll. Let's roll. And I was like, I'm just, I was like, I'm actually just coming in just to ask because I didn't expect you to be like, yeah, let's fucking go. But if you're ready, fucking let's go. He was like, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. So, but everybody, everybody's been awesome there, dude. Um, yeah, I'll work. I'll work some back channels just because, we, like, he loves that dog, and I feel like when when someone loses a dog, some people don't want another. Some people no, don't we, want another dog. Some people right, just like gotta, nope, never replace him. So he, Dave, used the same tattoo guy um, that I have, and uh, he got a tattoo of Drago's paw print. But he got like DNA from the dog put in the put ink. Into the ink. So, yeah. So then when he got the paw print like over his heart, he has like Drago's like DNA now. So that's pretty fucking cool. But yeah. Well, I'm down, but I don't wanna I don't wanna like Yeah, in- no. No, you gotta that's, that the that's the back channel action you gotta do is is yeah. like talk to the other guys on the crew and yeah. and see if like, yo, hey, uh like is this something that we could do eventually for him? Like, do you think yeah. he'd be okay with that? Because it's a service dog, you said. Like, yes. that's when my ears yeah. perked up because it sounds for like PTSD. he needs the animal. Yeah. yeah. For do you sure. know his story? No, huh? He got fucking hit by a car and then he had PTSD from the from getting hit by a car. And yeah, then this imagine. dude was the head ground screw guy in Milwaukee. And he had this fear of getting hit by a car, fucking some crazy person. And this was just by chance, like uh, the worst luck you could ever imagine. 
uh, some crazy person drove through the fence in center field and oh, ran him over on the fucking what? field in Milwaukee. Oh my! How God. crazy is that? So well, like the last that place happened. on earth you could ever be ran over. It feels like. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like he's on a like, baseball he has field. he has this fear of getting hit by cars. The last place you think you're going to get hit by a car is when you're fucking working on the field in Milwaukee at a yeah. big league at a big league yard, uh, and it happened. He he's got a book out. Um, fascinating life story. And yeah, so Drago was his, uh, his, his service dog, um, that helped with his PTSD and depression and all that. So that's why, I mean, when I saw that he had lost his dog, I was like, fuck man, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I know how important, uh, Drago is slash was to him. So yeah, yeah I mean, it's, I'm, I'm definitely down. I'm definitely yeah let's that. yeah look, work 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 the back channels ask some questions i mean because yeah there's a grieving process you gotta you know uh, that people go through and you don't want to step on anybody's toes not at all like and you're right, right. he might not want another animal but i would think that in his in his mental state you know wanting and having been used to somebody something that you've connected with being around and now that's gone you know it's not necessarily a replacement per se like this is something that benefits you having a relationship like that with an animal. So there's no replacing Drago. You're just doing yourself a favor by having another relationship with an animal. That's going to be special in its own way. Yeah. I'm not sure if, uh, the other place took down the video, but I interviewed Dave, um, in front of the green monster a couple of years ago. So it's like his life story type deal. Fuck man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I Check wish I would have known that having gone over, having having talked to him this time. Yeah, let me see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but those uh those dudes, everybody, everybody over there, man, has been has been great. A lot yeah. of love for those guys. I think those motherfuckers took it down. While you That's... uh while while you search for that. Yeah. Can we talk about well, no, you know what? I'm sure you got to, we should probably pay some bills. Yeah, let's talk about SeatGeek because I used SeatGeek yesterday when I went to Fenway Park. And uh, Did, what? Have we talked since, uh, have we talked since the NBA Finals? I don't fucking care. We haven't <laughs> talked since the NBA Finals, have we? Do you use SeatGeek for game six? No, I didn't use no? SeatGeek for game six. I used SeatGeek oh. on Father's Day. Okay. Because uh, I had four members of my family. It was uh, me, my dad, my mom, and uh, and uh, my cousin Dale, who was oh. with us. <laughs> really? And so there's Dale four Cotillo? of us. Yep. And um, <laughs> we only had two tickets. And my guy that usually lets us in the gate wasn't there. So I was like, fuck. Oh. So I was like, all right, got to get some tickets on SeatGeek because four, four bodies, two tickets. So I hopped on SeatGeek, got some last-minute tickets. Thank God that they were available. Um, and I was pumped. Had a great day. Went up there, had a little dinner. It was a little cold, but you know what? It is what it is. And that's why SeatGeek is so beloved by butts everywhere. It's because they've made it the highest-rated ticketing app. Whether it's concerts, Ooh. baseball, basketball, football, festivals, or anything else, SeatGeek puts tickets from all over the web in one place to make buying simple. I was literally standing outside the gate, 
That was the only downfall of the day was I had to stand in line. I normally oh. don't do lines, but I was like, you know what? Today, just today stand I'll at a lot of lower backs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people, fuck you. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. That's not what I did. Seeky creates every ticket from zero to 10 to make sure you're getting a good deal. Green means good. Red means bad. And you can get $20 off your first purchase with the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D, at SeatGeek.com or on the SeatGeek app. That is promo code Jared for $20 off your first SeatGeek order. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat and download the app today. Uh, Just saw John Morosi tweeted. Uh, Ken Giles, activated by the Mariners. He's poised to make his first MLB appearance since September 15th of 2020. Ken Giles. That is a For name that I haven't even thought of. Like at least like with mm. Marcel uh uh Ozuna or is that no, not Marcel Ozuna. Who's the fucking Roberto Ozuna? Osuna. Yeah. There's Ozuna with a Z and Osuna with an S. With an S. Roberto Osuna with an S. That's a name that we've at least thought of. I think he was the fastest ever to 100 saves. Mm-hmm. Um, then, obviously, he was a huge piece of shit. Blue Jays want to get rid of him. The Astros were like, we love pieces of shit here. And so he goes to Houston. He's part of a, a playoff run. They go to the World Series. It's a whole thing. And then he's just not heard of again. But I think he's in some, either like the, the Mexican League, something like that. Um, that's a name I've yeah, at least thought of because he was still young enough and he was still good enough, but obviously no one wants to touch him. Ken Giles, I have not thought of at all. No. What was that well, trade? We- Ken Giles, who did he get traded for? Well, look, that's a, that's a great that's a great uh in inward. <clears throat> what the fuck? Oh, no, that's, duh. That's, that's why I just made the connection. He was fucking in the Roberto Osuna trade. <laughs> duh. <laughs> I was like, why is my brain going to Roberto each Osuna other? right now? Yeah. Traded by the Houston well, Astros with David Polino and Hector Perez to the Toronto Blue Jays for Roberto Osuna. Well, the Mariners right now, the last, I don't want to say the last thing they need, but um, pitching, pitching has been fine. As of late, pitching has been fine. That's the problem. Since May 25th for the Seattle Mariners, I believe, 2.69 ERA for the starters. Damn. That's third in baseball. The offense during that time, however, fellas, 679 OPS. That is eighth worst in baseball. They haven't scored in 20 innings. I turned on the game the other night and I saw fucking Justin Upton, and I was like, what the fuck? When did that happen? Yeah, Just popped up on the Mariners. There he is. They're on the, ho- yeah. they're on the lifeline. They got the, on the lifeline. Call a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, 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 looking for, they're looking for phone lines to be opened. Robbie Roberto Ray starting Osuna, to turn things way, around a Japan little. Now. What's that? Roberto Osuna last week signed um, in the, in uh, the Nippon league oh nice <laughs> he's only 27 oh hey 
He'll make his money over there. They pay for outs no matter where you go. Yeah. It's a fresh start over there. I guess so. Whatever.